ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Welcome to the Only One Mike Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Gerard, and I am joined today by the host of the Way I Love You Podcast, Mr. Will Music and Miss Sharonda. Nice to see you guys. How's everything? Everything is good, bro. All right. Wonderful. Glad to sit and talk with you. I'm glad to finally get you on. I'm listening to your stuff. I was just saying behind the scenes, guys, these guys are like the quiet storm of marriage podcasts. Like, I, listen, I'm not in a relationship and I can just sit down and listen to this stuff and just feel so relaxed while I'm doing it. So I really appreciate y'all for that. So let me ask you guys a question. Like, what, what, you know, first of all, just give us a little backstory on, you know, your relationship without getting too deep into it, but just like, you know, general stuff. How did you guys meet? Um, we <laughs> met 23, 24 years ago. Yeah. Um, wow. okay. my cousin and I used to have a thing. Um, shout out to Latonia. So <laughs> her and I used to, um, give guys their, each other number. Random dudes. Random dudes. That <laughs> <laughs> was a random collection, yo. It was random. And be like, oh, yeah, and we're like, oh, my cousin waiting for you. Yeah, she told me to give you this number, and she wants you to she wants you to give him a call. You know, she wants you to give her a call. And so him and I already knew mutual people. Yeah, already. Yeah. And so um, she gave him my number, mm-hmm. and that's you know, and then it just on my birthday, and yeah, I was I just on my birthday. Yeah, wow. it was my twenty first birthday. Yeah. And um, I had just went out with my girls and I came home. I was a little, you know, had a little good, nice time. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, you know, he called on the perfect day, the perfect time, the perfect, you know, mood that I was in. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I was like, same story. Well, you're you seeing it differently. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was similar. Uh-huh. Uh, the end result is the same. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, she gave me the number because actually it's funny because her uh, sister, we we used to model for a hair salon mm-hmm. and we was doing a hair show and one of the models bailed out and her sister actually filled the spot. Mm-hmm. And I asked her cousin, like, yo, what's up with your cousin? And she was like, no, you don't want to talk to her. You want to talk to her sister. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK. And so she was just like. No, I got you. I got you. So, you know, after the show and everything was done, she gave me the number. And I was like, all right, bet. And then I seen her the next day at the shop. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I didn't call her. I didn't call your uh, cousin yet. But let her know I'm going to call. She was like, oh, she already know you called her. (laughs) I was like, oh, why are you bet? And so I called her. It was her birthday and everything. And that's how it all happened. And I was a little hard back then. So when he would call, I'm like, what you want? Why yeah, are you calling? Yeah. Like I'm everything was if you say this, I'm figuring out you got something else. I, I need to punch yeah. you in the throat. Yeah, you but can't like, make I it easy, wanna... right? You're not gonna make it easy. Yeah, bro. I didn't make it easy, but it was fun. Yeah. She, she, <laughs> I was like, hey, she, you know what I mean? She this is a challenge right here. So I'm game. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, we can play this game because uh, I'm a hunter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? so, let's go. So how Let's long go. did it take you to soften up? Because she was hard and everything. She wasn't. It wasn't long. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah, long. it wasn't long. How long we talked on the phone for? About for like we talked for like 
two or three yeah, months. Two, three two, months, probably two months before we even met. Before right. we even seen each other. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like our um our our circle was always was always like since elementary school, we've always had the same circle yeah. of wow. people. Never, we was even at the same parties Party. at some point in time in life. Yeah, and never ran into each other. Oh, yeah, wow, that's something. It wasn't the right time. Yeah, it was, wasn't the right time. Yeah, yeah he right. was He wouldn't have been my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so what you know, like you have you have the podcast, which is good, you know, and so. What inspired you? I know your relationship was up there in the top reason why you would do this because you guys look so happy. I got to tell you, you know, you really do. What oh, what inspired you to do the podcast? Well, in 2016, I had a brain aneurysm mm. and a stroke. Wow. And um, it really put a lot of things into perspective. Mm-hmm. As we, you know, it put our relationship into perspective, it put our parenting into perspective and our walk. So everything kind of like went, you know, it you, when you go through something, everything kind of really makes sense in life. When you go through a traumatic experience, right. um, not that it all falls together at one time, but as time go on and um, because of that, I, 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 there's limitations to things that I can do now. And I'm always trying to find out, okay, if I do this, what can I do? Can I do this? Can I do that? I went back to work. I couldn't, you know, do the duties at work. And then I got into a different position. I still have problems there. So I'm always like, what can I do? Even to keep my mind occupied, because if you're home and you're not doing much, you know, you begin to deteriorate just because you're not doing anything. So I'm always trying to find something that I can do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, babe, um, we should do a podcast because people always say, oh, y'all like the Will and Jada of marriage. Like, y'all, <laughs> you know, we have people that come to us. Boy, or I, gotta, I gotta stop you right there. Nobody want to be Will and Jada right yeah, now. But <laughs> y'all doing better than Will and Jada. You know what? But you know what? Even though they got their their, their, their struggles, it's marriage. Yeah, I got you. Marriage is <laughs> is what they do in in their relationship, and they and it's the how they handle it, mm-hmm. not how the world is going to see them through it is how they handle it. Yeah. And that's all marriage is. It's not yeah. how everyone else is seeing, seeing you through your marriage. And we always say it like your, your marriage, marriage is your, your marriage. You do it how you do it. Mm-hmm. Like we just share what we share. And if it works out, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, people will always say, you know, y'all, y'all, first of all, they, they when they be like, y'all are two are funny together. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know, and I, we both love the arts. We both yeah. both. both. So we just we just kind of mend together. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let's just do a podcast. And it was a it was a um, a trial run. Yeah. Right. We recorded our first episode with one mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we kind of like sat on it for a couple years. No, we kind of oh. it wasn't a couple years. Babe. It was a couple months. We sat on it for oh, a I couple. Just felt like yeah, my so, yeah. It was doing it was doing the pandemic. Oh, yeah, 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 so and then we had been a part of a um a podcast through our um church mm-hmm. with marriages. And we've we've counseled young adults and youth, but we've never counseled the, the married part of it. Yeah. And um we were saying things like um I would tell the young ladies, it was like a panel yeah, of people. Panel. And they were like, Okay, so how do you keep the marriage going? I'm like, Well, how about not throw those booty shorts away? <laughs> like, you know, because first of all, 
you didn't you didn't meet me at church yeah. or you didn't meet me in a certain way. So it, it brought your attention. So I think was like as a Christian, because we're Christians, mm-hmm. don't mean that we have to be so sanctified that we can't do things with each other right. the way we met each other. Mm-hmm. Like and so um one of the pastors Yes, like don't throw the booty shorts. Like, I mean, you can't. I might not can't wear them outside, you know, at this place, but I still can wear them around my house. Yeah, and house so we house. would say, yes. Yeah. So yeah. we would say things to the young married people that's getting to starting to get married, and they would constantly. And then at the point they were like, "Can we? Can y'all come right back on yeah, again?" They, they invited us back to the panel, mm-hmm. so we had three trips back to the panel, and I had lunch with the young adult pastor. Mm-hmm. And we had a conversation. He was like, hey, we're getting ready to start um, doing podcasts at the church. We want y'all to open up for the first one. Right. But then he said, you ever consider doing it? I was like, actually, we have recorded, you know, an episode that we was kind of sitting on due to uh, the pandemic and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I know a couple that does it. I want you to check out their website and stuff and then see what you think about it and see. He's like, because I think you guys should do it. He mm-hmm. was like, you should do it. Not like have it be a part of the church, but you should do it. Yeah. It's like, I think it'll be good for you because you both have a lot of wisdom and some nuggets to, to give and drop for people. So and we were like, we already have one. So yeah, I was uh, like, they put it out for you know, you know, when you when you first do your first podcast, you're scared. You're yeah. kind of like, how, how, you know, how, it's how, gonna be how, received how do we put it out? Yeah. 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 How do we put it out? Who do we put it out for? Like, it's always, everything so we was like well let's put it out there and see what happens yeah and we we did email it though you emailed it to a few people first right opinion and they were like oh we love it oh wow this is good (laughs) and that was the very first one which was relationships are not that hard okay and you know i see that what are you on like season season two now is it yes okay so yeah you're still kind of fresh in it and that's good that's a good thing so um, how's it doing so far? Because I'm looking at like now you got sponsorship, you got which is every podcaster's dream is to get sponsorship, you know? Yeah. So y'all doing commercials and everything like that. So did you kind of envision it being like going that far to say, well, now we got sponsors and we got so many subscribers and so many listeners. Like when you first started that, was that like the vision that you have for it? It was just like, let's put this out here as just you know, have something to say to the people and, and, and hopefully it, hopefully it'll be received the right way. Right. Yeah. I don't think the first time we did it, we were thinking like, no. let it be like, I think the first time we were just doing, it was like, let's just see. Let's see what happens. You know, like right, right. <laughs> yeah. <let's see. laughs> hopefully the stick. Right? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, and so, and we're still learning how to do this like mm-hmm. we don't have we, we really don't know exactly sometimes what we're doing <laughs> yeah um it's, it's all trial and error but it's evolving yeah. as we go as we go so we're now global yeah the um so we have the two part of the podcast we have the, the audio part podcast which is that's the part that's global yeah um, and it's heard all over the world. So we want to shout out to everyone across yeah, the world. Yeah. Um, and then we have the other side, which is the live side, which we do on Facebook and YouTube. Um, we're still kind of trying to figure that out. You know, we, we're, we're moving, but we do the podcast in a different way because on that side of the podcast, we talk about, we let other, our guests talk about their marriages. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and the strength that holds their marriages together. Um, the the objective in, in all areas, even with the audio side, when we talk about our marriage, is to get insight on other people's marriages that have always been the goal. Right. And to um, find how we can strengthen other marriages along the way. And build a community. Build a community. community. You know how they say it takes a village to raise a child. But when that child gets older, becomes part of a community. Mm -hmm. And we need to continue to build the community so the community can be strong to reach the be the village for Mm -hmm. the children. Right. You know what I mean? So that is like. And we promote that was the goal. Yeah, that was the goal. Right. We <laughs> wanted to promote, especially in our community, in the black community, we wanted to promote promote healthy marriages. Like there are strong, healthy marriages that's long lasting. Like we've been married for 22 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's there's things that you have to do to maintain that. There's work that has to be put in, but it can be done. Yeah, right. not perfect marriages, because there's no perfect marriage. Your marriage is your marriage. Whatever way you do it is the way you do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But we always take, we learn from other people. We look at this couple and like, okay, we may not do exactly what they do, but it's something about what they're doing that works. So mm-hmm. let's see if we can apply it. Right, right. Yep. So and that's the whole like thing. Create your own thing. Mm-hmm. And after so many years of marriage, you guys are like rock stars in the sense that, you know, you have so many people now who, if the slightest thing happens, their home is split immediately, Mm -hmm. you know? So like you said, no such thing as perfect marriages. And you, I'm quite sure in all of your years together, just like anybody else, you had your ups and downs and arguments and disagreements and all. How did you handle that? What was the thing that said, you know, um, this is the person I'm with. How can we work this out? Like what is, what's some good advice that you can give to young couples to say, this is what you can do to work on your marriage during a time of disagreement or just a difficult time. Sometimes you might have even in there like, you know, infidelity or things like that. Things mm-hmm. that some people might say is depending upon who you are, it's hard to recover from. How would you view that? If I was a person to come to you for advice. Oh, we play rock, paper, scissors, shoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're ready. We're, we're very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my I, God. No. All right. I would say from day one, that has to be understood that you two are committed to one another. Mm-hmm. You have to understand the level of commitment that marriage is and brings. Um, like my wife was touching on earlier when she had that medical trauma. You don't know after you say those vows that be there for better, or for worse, sickness and in health. When that opportunity comes, that's the test. And it's like, mm-hmm. people say, I didn't sign up for it, but you actually did. And you yes, vocalized indeed. it and made it verbal in front of the public. You know what I mean? You had in front of God. <laughs> you took that vow. Yeah, in front God. of God. Yeah. Like that's, and, and that's what we understand. We have that understanding of this, not only a commitment for one of, to us, but God. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Having that foundation um, really kept us to be able to step back, pray about it, mm-hmm. and at times even pray on our own so God can work through us to Not work through times, it. All the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be in the heat of the moment 
and then just speak out of emotion because you're going to yeah. say something that's going to cut and it's going to be hard for that yeah. to heal. So yeah. just being able to identify, start from day one and understand what you're getting into and be able to identify those moments where you both can understand and step aside and like God do this thing and then come together and pray and work through a situation. Right. And you have to be willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. because like in, in that part, I would say I've, I've had little moments, but in that part of our relationship, when I was really, really sick, that was the lowest I could, like I felt that I can get. And I'm was always the kind of woman that like keep herself up or do certain things. Um, but he had to see me very vulnerable. He had to take care of me. He had to change me. He had to dress me, to bathe me. And, you know, things that I'd be like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, even though we've been together for so long still, yeah. uh, probably we probably were married still probably like 17 years on that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I had to depend on him in a way that I had no other choice. I can't be in my mind like, oh, if this don't go well, you know, sometimes as a as as in a relationship, like you, you have a plan B. In that moment, I had no plan B. Right. You know, he was my plan A 100 percent. And so I had to already know how to go into that. Mm-hmm. And even when I was going in, going through that, I still had to remind myself like. You know, this is your husband. He can see you at your low, you know. And so even if even if you take fidelity or anything, that's your low. This person should be able to take you as your low. And um, not all the time you can work it out. You know, I know that some some things cannot be worked out. That's realistically. Mm-hmm. But um, to know that when you sign up for it, like Will said, when you sign up for it, you sign up to work it out. Right you know, for the conversation to work it out, for the conversation to get over the hurdle. You shouldn't go into a marriage thinking like, okay, if, if you know, automatically going into it, if this doesn't work out, then that should never be a part of your conversation. I'm going to work it out through the conversation. And then, you know, let life happen. Let life life happen. If life happens, it happens. Because you do have a lot of people who come in with that particular mentality to say, you know, well, so it's almost like a candy bar. I'm just trying it out. If I like mm-hmm. it, I'll stick with it. If I don't, then, you know, I'll put it to the side. So the the what you just described there, like the, you know, with you being sick and everything, and what you described as, you know, not the lowest point you can get at, you know, but you were at a low point at that point and, you know, being able to stick together during that. Is that something that strengthened your marriage more? Do you feel? Definitely, because it showed me, for me personally, it showed me a part of myself that I didn't know I had. You know what I mean? At that point, I was just trusting God. I did not know how to navigate through this piece. Um, First thoughts was just like, all right, what am I doing? What's what's next? Like, there's no instructions for this part of my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was... I had to completely trust God and just be open to receive instruction from family, friends, the church, and just be open and use discernment to kind of like navigate through things and understand that all of that still was built on my love. Mm-hmm. Do I always had to remind myself or ask that question, look, you love this woman, not even remind myself, but to tell myself. 
you love this woman. You married her. You married her for all of these reasons. I think also, too, because he watched me um, go through the motion. Like I stroked out in front of him. Yeah. He had to drive me to the hospital. Yeah. So I think, too, I don't I would never know what it felt like to see the person that you love, you know, go through a near death experience right in front of you. And <laughs> his we cousin, we're out of town. His cousin was looking. He's like, I don't understand. How did you say stay focused? He stayed focused on getting me to the hospital. He stayed focused on making sure, you know, and I would never know um, the, 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 I want to, I don't even know the word to say, um, the, the stamina that it took for him mm-hmm. to, you know, be in that zone after seeing that. And I think to me, seeing that and seeing me go through it, it's like, that brings your love even stronger. Yeah. Like I known? almost, I watched it happen. You know, he yeah. watched it happen. Was it something where you were thought that maybe in your mind, like, I don't want to lose her. So that's what kept the focus. It's just the thought of during that near death thing is like, I don't want to lose her. So I'm going to do whatever I got to do to try to get right. And that kind of kept your mentality straight during that particular situation. Yeah. Um, part of it was the other part was at a heightened point where it was just God just telling me everything's going to be all right. The only thing when, when I had her, as soon as we got in the car um, to, you know, cut down the the actual story on how everything transpired. When she stroked out in the car, her body went lifeless on me while I was driving. And the only thing that came to my mind was the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. That's mm-hmm. all I kept saying. And I could hear him say that. And I said that probably 80% of the way until we pulled up in the emergency room. So it wasn't even like it. It felt almost that I wasn't even conscious of it. It was an out of body experience. Mm-hmm. Um, on the highway. <laughs> yeah, on the highway. On the highway. And, yeah. I don't remember driving to the hospital because she had to get medevac to the hospital downtown in Maryland. You know what I mean? So that was another uh, the second half of it because that first hospital couldn't even help her. They were like, she's bleeding on her brain. We can't stop the bleeding. We had to call in John Hopkins, the university of Maryland. And my demeanor was okay. Receive this information. Don't panic. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. And just let whatever's going to happen right now happen and just trust that it's going to be okay. Right. So it was it was truly an out-of-body experience. And I just had to remain calm, whatever it is, because I knew if I would have got irate or lost focus, nothing wouldn't have got accomplished. No information about her health conditions or any medications or any prior tubes, what none of that. Um, communication would have came across. I wouldn't have been able to deliver that. And I was the only person who could. So I knew I had to just remain in my place, so to speak, to kind of make things happen. Right, right. So, I mean, with with that said, you know, switch to a lighter note for (laughs) (laughs) y'all. But I thank you really for sharing that. Hopefully it'd be encouraging. Look at you rubbing the face and everything. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like he sometimes he gets like, 
I feel like you get overwhelmed, like worked up when he's talking about it. Yeah, you know. But look at the end <laughs> result. You thank God that you came through all of that and all. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. So, what is the funnest part of doing a relationship podcast? Like, you know, you guys, listen, I, you know, y'all sound like y'all really into what you. <laughs> What you doing? I'm like, how do you even get this done? But <laughs> you know, what's the funnest part of doing this podcast together? Like, do you feel like when you're doing it, you're discovering more about each other, or is it just like, you know, I I know him and I know her, so we can just sit here and chat. But it sounds like when you when you guys are talking that you get so deep into what you're saying, it's almost like you're rediscovering each other again. Do you think that's a fair assessment, or am I off a little bit? It's an no, absolute that's on point. On point. You're one, that's, that's 100%. And that's, that was the, the intention. <laughs> the, well, the, the fun part of it, let me just say the fun part of it is that we get to do what we love to do. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're, we're entertainers. We've always, that, that's, that's what drew us together, um, you know, and so we get to do what we love to do. But it's fun and it's hard at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's, then it's, sometimes it's not fun. Yeah. Because it's some days we're down here like, come on, just set up. The phone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like we got to drop this episode in eight hours. <laughs> right, right. And so the, the, the fun part is that we get to uh, sometimes talk about things that happen through the week. It has brought us closer. Mm-hmm. It has made us, because we actually do the exercises that we actually to do yeah so it's brought us closer together and there's things that we've learned in our marriage marriage and i'm like hey we're just i mean we just had a real really really serious talk um mm-hmm. last week about conversation mm-hmm. and deep conversation and he's like dang you've been asking for a deeper conversation the whole time and i didn't get it until just now mm-hmm. and so you know those are those are the good parts. Whereas though we get to, even though we've been married for 22 years and we got this connection and, um, you know, I, we have a, a healthy relationship, but it's, it's getting healthier. And through the podcast, we're learning a lot about each other. We're learning things that we don't like about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're learning how to address those things. Too. Right, yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. The, proper, crazy, way, like the said, proper way to address it. Yeah, the proper way yeah. to address it. And like you said, we are rediscovering some stuff because as you get older and age and then live through marriage, you, you change your personality change. You may not like cookies and milk. You may like uh, croutons <laughs> <laughs> and grape juice. That's a you fact. That's like, a fact. <laughs> yes. So it's like you, you acquire a different taste as you see them and you have to rediscover that and learn mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So we've never been a, a, a couple that argue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've never had an argument like a full blown out. Now we have disagreements mm-hmm. and it's sometimes that I don't like him and he doesn't like me. And that's understood. But we've never um had something where as though we, you know, are our we believe that you can't get words back when words are put out there. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get words back. Yeah, I can tell you I'm sorry to I'm blue in the face. However, um, if I say something that I know it's gonna cut, sorry just don't cut it. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, if, if I know if I'm intentionally trying to, so we try not to intentionally hurt, you know, the one that you love. You don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Um, so we've never had full blown arguments, but um, we've learned even in the way we do um, have disagreements with each other, we've learned that um, even if we say um, certain things, do we really mean it? 
you, you may say that you're going to change in this way, but then we we were learning that, okay, we said this, but the last podcast we were dealing with this. And now that this podcast we're dealing with this, <laughs> wait a minute, we have an issue. Right. Because yeah. even in our own conversation, we're still dealing with the same thing in our own conversation. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to see it when we kind of, when we're, when we're not talking about it through the podcast, right. but by us doing the podcast, we get to uncover some of the things that, you know, we're not on page on, on, you know, same page with. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's dope because I always tell people it's a real time journey through our marriage. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing that's fairy tale about what we do. We, we keep it 100 and, that's that's the draw that's what we want we want to provide something that's real something not something that's like almost like a tv show or scripted that's the right right because i was going to say you guys are real genuine in what you're saying that you know it comes across when you're listening to the show to those who haven't listened to it you should um it comes across very well that you know you guys love each other very much and you know um it's almost like when I'm I'm listening to it that you guys are just having a conversation amongst yourselves and we're just here. <laughs> we're just the listeners. You know, so is is that a fair assessment to say? It just seems like that, these guys are just sitting down talking. Yeah, that's absolutely a fair assessment. Um, because it has been times where my wife was just like, Look, we just talking, you know what I mean? Right. Like I'll be getting the stuff together or something to happen with the equipment. And she's like, don't get frustrated. We're just talking. We're just having a conversation. Like technology is going to do what it's doing. Mm-hmm. And by trade, I'm an IT contractor. Okay. You know what I mean? So for me, technology, I gotta, I gotta figure out what's going on and why it's not working. All so right. you know what I mean? So she's she's my saving grace to calm me down and say, babe, look, yeah. we're just having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't let that seep into that. Because he can hear one sound on yeah. like a like a crinkle or something that's not right in the microphone, and he's like, "You hear that?" Like, listen, is it is what it is, like that, it and that's the rawness. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you understand. Real. Like, I'm the same way. I'm an audiophile, so if I <laughs> if I hear anything off key, it just throws my whole mojo off. Like. Yeah. See, when we started the show, I'm like, hold on a minute. Hold on. What was that sound? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't doing that before. <laughs> you know? Right, right. But we love um, I, the, the love that Will and I have for each other is generally real. You know, some people like, you know, and I know those that know us, know us. And they're mm-hmm. like, you know, they know this. This is us. We're always on. We're very loving. Um, we're very sensual. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Very, very, yeah, because sometimes I'm, I'm like, hold on, do I need to hear me. this? Because y'all seem yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. really getting into what you're saying. I'm like, hold on, this is <laughs> going in a different territory. I, <laughs> yes. But it's funny because our kids notice, and we're doing it in front of our kids. Yeah. Um, we have um, six children. And so oh, we are two grandchildren. grandchildren. And so our children know this about us. Yeah. And because we, we we never talked, we never shied away from sex conversations with them mm-hmm. um, because it's part of a loving relationship. Right. Like you can't right. have marriage without sex. Now, you got like, six kids and grandkids. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah, yeah, understands yeah. something. <laughs> you can't have, but you can't have marriage. Marriage, you can't like act like that can't be the thing. It can't be a taboo a, conversation. Taboo conversation. It right. can't be 
the thing that holds the glue together because it's one of the most important things that holds the glue together in the relationship. Not it's not the important thing, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of the things. And so we've always uh, that's we're 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 just that. And our kids are, they, they notice. And our, our little one, our youngest one, she like look, looks at us with dreamy eyes and she's like, oh goodness. Oh, mommy, y'all, y'all are so cute. You and know? Then we, we do it intentionally in front of them as yeah. well so they can see what a loving, healthy marriage looks mm-hmm. like. Right. You know right. what I mean? So if something's going on in the relationship, they can be like, uh uh-uh. uh. And our boys, our boys are the older ones. And they identify them. You know, with their friends, like, oh, my mom and pop won't argue. I ain't, I got, no, we're right. not doing this. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> they, would, they would know how to keep that marriage together without going through it. Because, you know, if it ain't rough, it ain't right these days in most people's eyes. And it's mm-hmm. like, it don't have to be like that. That's a choice. Right. That's a choice of what you make. So now that we mentioned it, your kids listen to the podcast. What Do you get any feedback? They try. From <laughs> yeah, they, <can>. they try. <laughs> um. Our one son said, he said, Mom, I'm trying, but you and Pops is just too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's your parents, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, but this is how this is how we talk around the house. He's like, yeah, but I can, like, walk away. Yeah. But I can't, like, you know. All the time. Overly sensual. The kids is listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, but we also wanted to make it flirtatious and funny. So mm. that was the thing to make it flirtatious and funny. And like you said, like a quiet storm type of feel. Mm. That was the, you know, because even in the podcasts, you know, you we've listened to a lot of marriage podcasts and we want to be ourselves, right? right? Yeah. So, and even though we know that we are um we 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 are Christians, Christians gonna have fun. Right. Christians gonna talk, we're sexy. You know, we're not, we're just not non-sexy. We fix kids sexy. You know? Um, Good, clean, fun. But we want to relate because sometimes when you close, when you're closing your doors, first of all, we're relatable because we are global. So people are listening. All you Christians out there are listening. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Because because they know that it's real. They know that these are true. And the cool part is, too, because like some some of the countries are um, Muslim spots. You know what I'm saying? So we're not just speaking to Christians. Like it's drawing people of faith, people that's not of faith, but they understand the general uh, language of marriage. And we do tell people. We tell people we're not, we're not, first of all, you can't, we're not just saying, hey, listen to us if you're Christian. Right. This is an all together marriage podcast mm-hmm. of any faith, background, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to touch people to show them how what we do. We don't want to say your way is the wrong way, but we just want to say this is how this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then you always I like that you put the disclaimer on there. Like we're not professionals. We're not licensed professionals. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is just how we do our thing and all. And that way it covers you. <laughs> so <they can't> <laughs> you gave them some bad food. <laughs> That's right, the right, whole right. thing, you know. So <laughs> you mentioned that it's going globally and all, and um, like, what's the next step for the podcast? Well, we want to do merchandising. We, yeah, merchandise. We, we we've done all of the things to get there. We just not totally there where we want to be at. We actually probably could just put it out there, but you know, in your head, you're like, uh, are we there yet? You know. Yeah. Um, we just did a 
gathering to see the Lettuce concert. We put it out mm-hmm. there on Facebook and we had a couple couples yeah, to um we want to build our community, a community of marriage people, married people. So we went to the Lettuce concert together in Atlantic City. So mm-hmm. that was fun. And we want to do um retreats. Yeah. You know, marriage yeah, retreats. Like the uh, season two theme is why did I get married? So we want to play on that theme and do some retreats and have some workshops for couples to come out to. Mm-hmm. How would you answer that question for yourself? Why did I get married? I know you kind of did mm-hmm. earlier, but now that you mention it, I got to throw it out there. Oh, yeah. And y'all can, and y'all can answer that one separately because it might be too. Different. Why did we get married? Why did you get married? Well, I got married. I was where we were. Like this is because we every year, every every week we say why did we why did we get married? Yeah, on that mm-hmm. Thursday. On that Thursday night. So, you know, in the whole, we were we were young, and um, but we both were. I was looking for love. I need. I wanted something real, and he was real, and that's why I married him. He was real. He was, you know, just this cool dude. That he wasn't the average person that I would probably date at that moment, but he came in like a racquetball, you know. <laughs> Yo, I, and, um, I hit him with the quiet storm. <laughs> but he came in at a time that I needed um, balance and I needed um, love, and you know he filled up that space. And I was like, you know, I'm I, I love you and I'm in love with you. And it wasn't, I, I didn't see anyone else. Like he was it. Let he me piggyback back on that for a second. Cause this one is for Will. How did it feel the first time she said she was in love with you? Man? How did, how, how did that feel? It was like the, the butterflies in my gut <laughs> was so overwhelming. Like I felt like I was floating, you know what I mean? Like after, cause, and that happened to, was it the first night? No, it wasn't the first night. It was when I came back for dinner, I believe. Well, the first night he came for dinner, I sent him home because he he, he came yeah. to visit me and he was late. Oh, you just wasn't and, having um, that, huh? Just, no, I wasn't having that. Right, so right. I sent him, you know, I let him I let him stay for a little while and then I sent him back home. And you know, we're we are a blended family. Um, mm-hmm. we don't say blended. Um but, you know, coming in because we're doing the podcast, because we're doing the show, just want to kind of clear on how our relationship started. Mm-hmm. I already had two young two young um, boys at the moment, and he had a young boy at the yeah, moment. And so we're kind of, we just blended our families together and had our girls, had together. Our girls together. We have two girls. Um, and so we don't say stepmom, stepdad, yeah, like any of those things, because it separates to us. It separates the unit. Right, right. We don't have I have children. I have three boys and three girls. And, you know, we're raising um, a, a, a family member's daughter as well. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, we are her parents now. So that's our child. So yeah, we don't want to you know, we don't want our children to feel like you're half of right, you're right. a half brother, half sister. We're a whole family because you took on the whole responsibility we took you on the whole together. responsibility together. So we are whole. And so um, as we came into it, um, he came in and I knew I first I was very um cautious of okay, it's gonna take a minute. I need you to meet my my sons. Mm-hmm. So we, we had to go through those steps and mm-hmm. on all of that and vice versa on my end as well. And um when we knew we did that, yeah. we knew that's when it was we had a serious conversation mm-hmm. one night and was like, look, this is what I want, this is what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. 
you know my my family uh structure over here and once we meet mm-hmm. and we together we together <laughs> yeah that's so it. Yeah. you that's need it. to make your decision right now and the clock start ticking like a game show did you hear about <laughs> you had with the ultimatum <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what it, it sounds no, like. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't an ultimatum. It was, was mutual. Like, yeah, it was mutual. It was mutual. Yeah. We were both at a point in our lives where it was just like. And our kids were young. Yeah, like our young. boys were, were like one and three. One and three. Okay. Yeah. So you caught them like one and two. One and two. One and two. Yeah, one, one and two. Two and three. Like it's going on three. Yeah. 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 So cool. they can grow up together and all. So that's yeah. They grew up together. All right. So you answer. So all right, that that was that was good. That was good. So <laughs> when you when you do your "Why did I get married?" question, because I know it's you know it's more than one reason mm-hmm. why you married each other. Do you find that the more that you ask that question, the more you add on answers to it? Oh yeah, absolutely, definitely, definitely. The obvious answers uh-huh. and uh, the ones that we just he said, "You like, why I got." <laughs> when i when when i seen her for the first time after we had that phone conversation uh-huh. all i could think about her cousin saying was yeah she the better one i'm like yeah said she the better one huh <laughs> Well, you came out. Was, you came out good. You came we're out more, good. We're more compatible as far as our personalities and um and who we yeah, were. Like my, we're, we're both. We both had the same interests and yeah, things, and music, right. music yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So our our our. She's a vocalist. Yeah. The actual mm-hmm. song of the show is her singing. I produced it. Yeah. I was going to ask that too, man. You kind of fast forward it right to one of my questions was <laughs> the production on your show sounds so good. Like I said, it's radio quality. Like if you didn't, if you didn't even think it was a podcast, you would think it was like on one of these radio stations or something. Um, your hand is in all of that. Like you guys did all the production and, you know, even the yes. way you put your sound effects in, everything sounds yes. crisp. So that was, that was all y'all. That's, yeah. Yep, that's him 100%. This, that's my baby. Very, that's very talented, man. Very talented. I'm, I'm the yes, no. I'm the executive. Executive producer, right? Executive producer. I'm the yes, no. Yeah. I'm the, through the show. Like. Yeah, I'm like, no, take that out. No, put that here. That goes there. I got to get her sign off approval. Yeah. I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> but, um, but he'll put it all together. He'll yeah. put it together. And I'm like, nope, put that there. Take that out. Put that on that end. Pull this here. And that's just how we've always operated with one another from day one. Like we can hear something like we do songs and stuff together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he said, the way that I love you, that song that, that comes on. I wrote that song mm-hmm. and sang the song and he produced the song. So all the music and everything is him. So we're always we, this is this is what drew us together. Mm-hmm. We've always been that like we just work and you know, shows, in that capacity. Like, uh, you know, I compliment you, probably overly complimenting you guys. That it shows, <laughs> you know, it's good to see that y'all together and smiling and everything like that and happy, you know, got your show going on and all. Do you ever think about shopping that show to any place? Because sometimes these radio stations pretty I, much. Listen, we're open. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's the thing, and, and that's the part that Sharon was talking about, right? My wife was saying, uh, "We're just doing it, and we're learning, and we're evolving." Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something, you know what I mean? That will come in the near future, mm-hmm. um, far as getting the 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 roadmap to how to do that is yeah. what we're kind of like what we're just taking we're just trying to figure out how to do certain things so we don't know all the ins and outs of who to contact this person and you know so we're just but hey we're open to and we want to make sure we have a tight product (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because i know a lot of uh, the the bigger companies wants to see something that already put together and established and it seems like it is already well i won't even say seems like it is to me you know, oh, thank so, you. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, he works good. really hard. Yeah, he does. I can He's, tell. You know, he and he is a genius when it comes down to you know that he has that ear. Mm-hmm. He really does. And sometimes I'm like, okay, come on to bed. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and, and it's weird because I I will be able to hear all the elements in my head mm-hmm. while as I'm doing it. So it's it's I don't know it's. Yeah. I just thank God for the gift. Yeah, just utilize it the right way. That's what I always say, you know. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that when we have these platforms like we have, and you know, I listen to your show, and I thank you for listening to mine. Um, you want to? We could do what everybody else is doing it and blow up and get money and everything like that. It's not hard to do it, but the challenge is, is when you're trying to do everything the right way. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to put out any product that's negative. You don't want to put out any product that's going to promote one thing that can destroy, you know, mm-hmm. generations or contribute to the destruction of what we see here. And y'all out in Philly, y'all know what it's about. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you don't want to contribute to the noise that's already out there. At least you're doing something right. that somebody can hopefully and possibly benefit from. Right. You know, and, and that's what we mm-hmm. tell people. We tell people that when because we we're always looking for y'all. If anyone out there, we're always looking for couples to come on our show. Mm-hmm. So you know, you want to get come on the show, you can come. You know, contact Go us. To the website. But we always tell people that do come on the show. Listen, we're not trying to. We're not here to destroy people's marriages. When we ask you yeah. a question, your marriage. We tell you your marriage is your business. Mm-hmm. We want to take the best part of your marriage. We want you to show the best part because there's the best part in everyone. Right. We don't want to show your 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 side that maybe that you're not doing so well and because social media and everything everyone else is already taking advantage of that mm-hmm. you know and 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 you know we want to show what's good about what you're doing mm-hmm. so we can focus on that and bring that out because we don't have time for that we have to build each other up we have to use our our uh voices to build our each other up our people up and show you know show something different yeah, yeah. yeah. and we just ask that you know they be candid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just want to do a candid interview that's real, relatable, and that people mm-hmm. will gain something from it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. You don't wanna you wanna be able to, you know, build, not destroy mm-hmm. where you're coming from. I hear you. So now that we have all that established and I, you know, pray that you guys have many more years together. You know, it's a beautiful family, you know, I'm quite sure. Let me ask y'all a question. What would you tell the younger use right now like if you were able to go back in time and see yourselves prior to you would you tell yourself like you're going to meet this wonderful guy you're going to meet this amazing young lady what, what would you tell i don't want to steal your thunder but you tell the audience 
My sister always say that all the time. What would you tell your younger self? Or what would you tell your younger self? I already you had. Seen, yeah. You seen, you seen me walking across the point. I already, this is what I prayed for right here. Mm-hmm. So even as a kid, like me and my homies, we had our little BMX bikes. We used to pretend like our <laughs> girlfriend was on the back of them. <laughs> this is what I pictured riding with me as a child. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So my my dream came true. <laughs> so what would you would it would it be anything that you would tell your younger self about marriage? Mm-hmm. As now now I'm taking over your interviews. No, no, you no, you're building on it. That's good. You build this. That's how we do. Yeah. <laughs> we build. <laughs> I like that question better than my question. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. <laughs> so I, I definitely always like seeing my father provide in love. You know what I mean? So that was I I would t- I actually told myself that this is how I would be. I will always take care of you. Mm-hmm. I will open doors for you. I would throw my jacket over a puddle of water. So my my story stays the same and consistent from a child to the adulthood. So good, good. Mm-hmm. So I would tell my younger self. (laughs) I can see the wheels turning Um, on you before you said anything. (laughs) Yeah. Right. That it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to let your hair down. Um, It's okay to trust someone. You know, so many times in our community, growing up as younger um, Black women in our community, we put on the face of being hard. We got to come in with this exterior of um if 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 a guy says this because I feel like when we first got together I always be like well, what you mean by that what mm. you saying this yeah. what do you mean by that always so I always feel like I had to fill back all these mm. layers mm. to figure out if your intentions were um all the way real I would tell my younger self and telling other younger um women that it's okay to to lean back mm-hmm. and you know and and ride the flow, you know, ride ride the wave. Um, you don't have to all the time be hard to mm-hmm. be serious, to be um taken seriously. Yeah, and I and I would tell like young men, like there's this hard exterior that the mainstream media portrays that a man should be is not real. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's too much work to try to keep that up. And in doing that, you isolate yourself and you can fall into a depression mm. and, and lose yourself and not even know who you are. So I would tell younger men, as my wife just said, like, be open to being vulnerable. It's, it's OK to love mm-hmm. openly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't be afraid of your emotion. Because when you do that, the load that is released off of you and the bond that is created from sharing that just makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's a whole other topic, brother. Like, spin <laughs> <laughs> off into the whole what it what it takes to be a good man, good woman type of deal. Um, what would be advice that you can give to a young couple? I just had a friend of mine the uh, Monday actually got married, just got married. What would be good advice you can give to young married couples or just couples in general? It doesn't necessarily have to be young. So we got your individual thoughts, but what would you say as a collective? What's the 
you know, what's the thing that you look at as the keys to a successful marriage? Communication is definitely the key. Mm -hmm. That's one major key. Um, I would say going in with when you go in, we talked about it earlier. When you go in, go in with the mindset that nothing's going to break you up. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to break you up and no one's going to come in to divide you. And that means on every side, you're not your mother, not your father, mm-hmm. not your sister, not your children. Your children are not even going to separate you. Um, that this person is your number one person. And in the marriage, if you if I feel like I'm his number one, and he feels like he's my number one, then we're good even with spreading our love with other people. But if we feel like we got to compete with other people and a lot of, you know, some people have children already. So that was one of our biggest things. We have children already. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as coming in, you would say, um, my children come first. My husband come first. My, my, my children come first. When this end. It can't be. You have to. You two have to come first. You two have to matter first. And as you matter first, everyone else would see that and they'll fall in line and you'll be able to give yourself out. Mm-hmm. Because it because love flows outwardly, you know right. you have to center. You have to be. You have to create your center, which is going to be you and that person that you marry. So that would be my advice to mm-hmm. um, you know lean into each other and not establish that foundation from the jump. From the jump. Yeah, because when people see just when they see your relation, your marriage, they respect that mm-hmm. and they understand the boundaries. Right. That they won't even think about trying to interfere or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll have that much respect because they see how you two operate. Yeah. And that's going to be your big biggest influences around you. That's going to be your biggest problem for other people. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't have to deal with our family because I think we come in like that. Mm-hmm. But I think if we didn't come in like that, mm-hmm. we would have to deal because I'm very, very close with my sister mm-hmm. and very close to my mom. And we both have very close relationship with our, with our, our family. family. And if we didn't come in like that, um, you know, I've seen relationships dwindle away because they didn't come in with the mindset that this person is my number one, 100 percent. There's nothing that's going to break us up, not um, infidelity, not, uh, you know, family, you know, and like I said, things happen and maybe things will break you up, but you can't have that mindset going in. You got to always have a space to kind of reconcile, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of people don't have that, unfortunately. And I think it's just a sign of the times. I uh, remember listening to somebody said that, you know, like our grandparents were better than us, you know, mm-hmm. because they knew what it took to keep that family together, even when things mm-hmm. was really messed up. So if we don't actually kind of grasp those old ways and of doing things and how to you know resolve problems. Mm-hmm. And number one, put God first in your marriage and things. Yeah, your relationships. One hundred percent. There's times if you listen to one of our episodes that we just did, it was called um, "Down on Bended Knee." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we use and we put a question out there: Can you use um, prayer for foreplay? Mm. As foreplay, and it was about praying. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got to explain it. You got to explain it. So down on bended knee, um, we prayed. We, we prayed in a different way. We, we pray all together. 
but we were dealing with something eternal within our marriage that we needed to really get to some good communication, some good, some good quality questions and answers. And just, you know, we needed more mm-hmm. from each other. And, and as I go into it, I'm like, we, not that he, I need him to be better for me. I need to be better for me. Mm. He needs to be better for him. And so if we say that the foundation to a better, a better me is prayer and the foundation to a better him is prayer to make our relationship work. Prayer should be a part of your foreplay because it's the one thing that draws you to draws you together. We say we put God, I'm putting God in the center of my marriage. God is the God is the glue that holds my marriage together. Well, if God is the glue that holds your marriage together and prayer is the glue that holds your marriage together, we have to learn to put God in every aspect of our marriage. Mm. And Even, go to God together. Together. <laughs> so we tried it out. And it was nice. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I'm just saying. You said it worked. You can't Google. You can't Google these things. <laughs> you won't find it on Google, y'all. Yeah. yeah listen, if it worked, it worked for you. <laughs> it's almost but, like. But it wasn't. It, it wasn't in a. It wasn't. We don't talk about that. But it's not in. It's not in a um, provocative way. Mm-hmm. It was that we 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 had prayer. We sat down. We held each other. We lit a we candle. Set the environment. We set the environment. Being romantic. Right in your prayer. So light candles, we lit candles and we just sat there and we held each other. And when we prayed, we didn't pray, Lord, uh, like this big drawn out prayer, because we want people to know that prayer is a thing. It doesn't have to, you don't have to quote all these scriptures to have prayer. It was just, Lord, thank you for my husband. Mm-hmm. Thank you for helping, for allowing him to be a provider. Lord, thank you for building him up to the man he is today just very simple short prayers and then lord work on me mm-hmm. help me in my areas mm. um you know so we just talk we, we work on affirmations mm-hmm. and um building um work building each other yeah. up and that was very simple prayers but just sit there and just closing our eyes and having a candle lit mm-hmm. and it was quiet and it got it was like real intimate you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So when you talk about heating up the oven, you know, everybody knows about heating up the oven, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to heat the oven up, you want to kiss her on the neck and da-da-da-da, you just don't want to jump into and thinking that it's going to go down, you know. Mm -hmm. Prayer should be the thing that heats up the oven. Preheat that baby to the bell go off. (laughs) 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 But prayer is the thing that heats the oven up. Right, because mm-hmm. if you say God is the center of everything in our life, mm-hmm. then He's the center of our romance. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it, you know what I mean. We can't pick and choose where we want to be the center of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if that's if, if if God is if, if you if you are a person that's that's in faith, if you're not, then like I can tell you, listen, give it to somebody else. Hey, you know, <laughs> use it. Put it in your back My pocket. <laughs> if you're not a person of faith it's pretty much a free fall at this point <laughs> <laughs> but i guarantee you if you know if you listen to that episode and you um i just told someone to you know p- apply that episode in your life and you might want to do it your own way you don't have yeah. to do it our way and that's the thing about it you yeah. have to do it the way we do it and we try to make it practical where mm-hmm. you can use basic principles that's 
uh, synonymous to everybody. You right. I mean, everybody can relate to those. Everybody things. in the house, everybody got a candle. Yeah. I mean, home. You can light a candle. <laughs> <laughs> everybody got a candle. You can plug in the air freshener. You know what I'm saying? Change your mind. Right. Yes. So let me ask you one final question before I let you go mm-hmm. for tonight. Um, again, before we do, I'd like to thank thank the both of you for you know joining me tonight. Um, what was some of the best advice? Not well, not best advice. Let me rephrase that. Um, compliment that you got from advice that you gave to a couple. I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Um. I just recently gave someone advice. They're saying that, oh, yeah, that right. um, in their relationship, they're unequally yoked because one person believes in one faith and the other one person believes in, the, in a different faith. Uh-huh. But they live together. They've created a family together and they've been together since childhood. And, you know, um, people are saying, like, well, you're going to have to leave him so you can figure out what the, you know, let God speak to you and X, Y, you know, how, how the church would say, you know, and I told her like, well, you know, we know that that's not realistic, that you're not going to leave the person that you, because you built the, you built the life with him. So, but we do know God can change the heart of me. That's the easy thing for God. So you figure out, I, I told the younger, you figure out your space and your relationship with the Lord create a bond that you and the Lord has. And as you become a better Christian, then that person can see you in that way. You know, I, 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 to, to tell someone to move out their home and create this wholly different life that they've created is not realistic. I don't want to be unrealistic in, in the fact that this person, they have children together. So let God create, let God do the change. He'll change you. He'll tell you exactly what you need to do to be a better person um, for that. So so that way he can get the glory. So that way he can transform the heart of that person. And if it's transformable, you set yourself up to be a wife. Because that's, that's, that's what I said. That's your desire. You want to be a wife. But you want to be a wife that follows um, in, 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 in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, right? So if that's your desire, then you do that and let God handle the other person. So we have to learn how to set ourselves up, get ourselves right first, you know, and because changing the heart of man, God can do that. That's an easy mm-hmm. task for him. If I'm changing, he's changing. So you feel that yeah. you have to see the change in you? Because I've mm-hmm. heard a few people that have been in situations where they said that, well, my wife started going to church and I kind of seen the yep. change in her and. That kind of prompted me to be curious about what she's learning. And then I kind of started feeling a change in me. So is that more what you're right. saying? Right. And she was, she was, and she kind of saying, and she was like, thank you, you know, because every, the, the, the church, some people, and I'm not going to say the church, but some people are telling me that I would have to, you know, you should just leave and, or sleep in another bedroom or, you know, all of these things that is really hard for a person. I, you don't, they're married. When you're sleeping with someone, you're married. Just, it's just not down on paper, right? Mm. But you're in a marriage bed. So I couldn't tell you to leave your husband just like you couldn't tell me to leave mine. So we have to figure out another way to let God do the work. Because once you go, if, if you haven't gone into the, 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 the situation that way, then it's hard to change that situation. Like, poof, this is what we're going to do, especially when there's children involved. 
So that was one of the things she was like, I, she said, that's realistic. I can do that. I can, I, I can get closer to God because I want to get closer to God. I can change because I want to let God do what he's going to do in you. And like you said, you know, you've, we've, we've seen God change the heart of man when he changed uh, the, the, the spouse. Right. Right. I mean, I, well, you know, I've heard like the, the, you know, different stories about that and people say they actually have, you know, changed based upon what their spouse were doing and, and things like that, you know? So I, yeah. Yeah. I could, you know, see a person changing based upon, how they see that that person is changing. So it makes perfect sense. All right. So I thank you both again for joining me. And if you can, just please tell everybody where they can reach you, where they can hear the podcast at, websites, anything. All right. So the website is the way that I love you dot live. That's the website. And on the website, you can get to all our social media outlets. We're on uh, Facebook, YouTube, under the Way That I Love You podcast. You can do a search and find us that way. Um, we're also streaming the audio version on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. That um, we all and those shows are Sundays at 3 p.m. every week. And we also do a, a live show on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. and that's streamed through Facebook and YouTube. And go to YouTube and subscribe. excellent okay and i thank you once again for joining us the way i love you podcast please check that out the only one my podcast can be heard on spotify or pretty much anywhere you get your pods on you can i won't go through the whole list because (laughs) (laughs) you can also reach me at the only one mike zero zero at gmail.com if you want to send any comments show requests anything of that nature um, also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at the only one Mike P1. That's the only one Mike P1. And as always, I tell you, speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even the dull and the ignorant, because they too have their story to tell. Thanks again for joining us. One Mike says peace. <laughs>